Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, we have a dystopia staring at us right in the face. Book burning, calls for a secret police force, re-education facilities. Oh my gosh, that's a conspiracy theory. I can see it now, all the leftist media lunatics. Really? Because I'm going to produce the evidence here that the real danger The clear and present danger to freedom and liberty in what was a constitutional republic is crystal clear the radical left and their lunatic fringe in the media. Clear as day. I'm not kidding. Book burning, secret police forces, re-education facilities to deprogram people. I'm going to go through this piece by piece. Again, in case you think we're making any of this up. It's their own words. It's their own words. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, get a VPN today. Now more important than ever, protect your online activity from prying eyeballs. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a loaded show. I've got that, uh, including new video from a Twitter executive promoting mass censorship because you know the tech tyrants love that too. (laughs) All right, too much content, not enough time. Today's show brought to you by GenuCell. Ladies and gentlemen, Chamonix's New Year's clearance sale is on for a limited time. Right now, you can look 5, 10, even 15 years younger. Easily, safely, and naturally with Chamonix's new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum, free with your order of GenuCell for under-eye bags and puffiness. The new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum uses liposomal technology to get the most effective, proven levels of pure vitamin C down to the deepest layers of the skin for a brighter, healthier, and a more vibrant-looking appearance. Leave those embarrassing dark marks and scars in 2020. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness, diminishes adult acne, redness, and stress breakouts. You can say goodbye to those dreaded crow's feet and laugh lines, plus with its immediate effects, see results in 12 hours or less. Results guaranteed or 100% of your money back. That's the Chamonix promise. Visit GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com. Enter my special promo code DAN40, that's DAN40 at checkout. Order right now, get the classic GenuCell jawline treatment and legendary GenuCell XV anti-wrinkle moisturizer, a favorite in this household, order now. You can call 1-800-525-6553 or go to GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, GenuCell.com. Promo code DAN40. All right, Joe, let's go. Hit it. All right, buddy. So you think we're talking about this dystopia? Oh, my gosh, that sounds like another conspiracy theory. Dan Boncino, is that a misinformation channel? Ladies and gentlemen, it's all right in front of you. Why am I telling you this? Not to scare you. Um, again, to do what we do best on the show, considering I spent my life in the preparedness and security field just to give you the left's plan ahead so that you can prepare yourself and fight back. And as I always try to do, if I have an answer on how we fight back, I'm going to give it to you. You're not going to want to miss this opening segment because like yesterday's opening segment, um, I am afraid in a year or two, we're going to look back and say, I warned you. So first, what are we going to talk about today? Well, the dystopia staring us in the face. You know, the dystopia, the opposite of utopia. The utopian dreamland, the dystopian nightmare staring at us right now if we don't stop this right now, today. Here, now? Oh, yeah. Book burning, domestic secret police forces to spy on American citizens, re-education facilities. Ah, that sounds crazy. What is this, North Korea? No, it's the United States that's happening right now. Let's get to example number one. Not waste any time. Wall Street Journal today. 
an executive from the uh, a good b- book publisher, by the way, Regnery, that does a really solid job. I don't publish with them, so I have no business relationship, just a disclosure for you. But they're a great company. I, I would, but they're terrific. I just use someone else. But a Regnery executive came out and wrote a pretty good op-ed in the Wall Street Journal today. And he's warning from the inside the book publishing industry that we're back, Joe, to blacklists and book burning. <laughs> Progress. How They're progressives, right? That, yeah. About, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't think progress means what they think it means. Wall Street Journal opinion by Thomas Spence, who is an executive again at Regnery. Blacklists are the rage in publishing. Why the publishing house I run will bring out Josh Hawley's new book. What is he talking about? Senator Josh Hawley, who wanted a, uh, a review of the election process in 2020. He's a Republican senator from Missouri. Uh, was going to publish a book with Simon & Schuster. Simon & Schuster apparently practicing book burning like principles going back to the communist Soviet era. said, we're no longer going to publish a book. We're going to cancel the contract. So Regnery picked it up and said, you know what? We'll publish the book. That's great with us. I'm guessing Josh Hawley's book will jump to number one. I will buy a copy um, as soon as I can uh, because leftist uh, boycotts never work and turn into boycotts. They they never work. I'll show you that in a minute because leftists are generally, um, the radical ones are just really stupid and they don't understand the Streisand effect. They think they do. They don't. So this Regnery executive, he called out the book burners and he wrote something really scary. Now, listen, what they're doing now is actually worse than book burning. Because with book burning, Joe, at least the book gets published and then you burn it. Wouldn't you agree? (laughs) At least so maybe a few slip through the burning process and people can read it. What's happening now with publishing blacklist back to the going back to the Soviet era, back to Cuban style, Castro style uh, censorship. What's happening now is they're creating blacklists so books from respected members of the Senate and everyone else don't even get published at all. Here's what I mean. Let's go to this uh, Wall Street Journal, please. Again, you think this dystopia isn't staring you in the face? Here's the book-burning era ushered in by totalitarian, authoritarian, anti-civil liberties liberals who love this stuff. They love torturing you. They love it. They get pleasure out of it because they have no lives and they're losers. Quote, I am an independent book publisher, and in recent days, I've been taking calls from journalists asking me which authors I would refuse to publish. Journalists always love to take part in this because the biggest anti-free speech advocates out there, next to liberals, so that would be the second biggest, are journalists. Journalists, air quotes. He goes on, he says, that's an odd question to ask an American publisher, but suddenly it seems to be on everybody's mind in our industry. Some 250 self-described, this is funny, Joe, publishing professionals, he goes, mostly junior employees of major publishing houses, have issued a statement. They're issuing a statement, Joe. Mm -hmm. Everybody pay attention. Titled, No Book Deals for Traders. Jeez. (laughs) A category in which they include any participant in the Trump administration. Again, it's a capacity. We're not book burning. No, you're worse than book burners. (laughs) Book burners, the book gets published, and then you burn it. That <laughs> They're worse than book burners. Book burners on the totem pole of stupidity, the book burners are second after these industry professionals, basically interns with no real jobs, no lives, who are basically morons, putting together a letter of demands. We will not publish any participant in the Trump administration, anyone, ever. This is a... 
This is the new totalitarian authoritarian left. Again, I've only warned everyone on this show for four plus years now about the need to construct an entirely parallel economy away completely from anti-civil liberties, fascist modeling leftists. They model fascist tactics. Look at what fascists did. Just look at what they did. Burn books, create secret police forces, create re-education facilities. That's what they're doing now. We're just, please suggest to me where conservatives are doing this. Can you give me an example of a prominent conservative calling for worse than book burning, not publishing books at all with people you don't agree with, calling for secret police forces and re-education camps? Can you, can you cite me one? Who are the real fascists here? I'm just asking. A basic study of history. So on the book burning front, we just discussed how do we fight back? Well, we fight back the way I've always told you to fight back, which is to create an entirely parallel economy. Book publishers, book printers who align with free speech values and who just print books based on this crazy idea, Joe, consumer demand. How weird. Yeah. How weird is that? And consumer demand apparently is high because leftist morons decided to boycott Andy No's book. You know Andy No? He videotapes yeah. the Antifa terrorists terrorizing people and burning down American cities. Leftist media types don't like that because leftist media types enjoy the burning down of American cities. So what did they do? They incentivized in the riot at a bookstore where leftist maniacs boycotted Andy No's book at a bookstore. And Andy No's Antifa book is now number one before release. Paul Bedard, Washington Examiner. Story will be in the show notes. His job. That was not an excuse to show off the you. I mean, you remember that old joke? Where's the, hey, where's the, where's the gym? <laughs> Number one, I will be buying a copy of Andy No. It's Andy N-G-O. Buy a copy of his new book. He exposes the Antifa fascist terrorists all the time. And the left hates it because they love fascist tactics. That's what they do. They don't want them exposed. So how do we respond? When the left creates a boycott, we create a boycott, and it works every time. Remember the lines at Chick-fil-A with that boycott of Chick-fil-A? What was that, like 10 years ago? You couldn't get a chicken sandwich for 27.2 square miles anywhere in America? You want a boycott? Go right ahead. We'll boycott. Andy knows book, number one. Nice job, morons. Nice job. Really successful there. Two conservative writers out there. And libertarian writers, you are insane to publish with Simon & Schuster or any of these companies that don't believe in free speech. It's as simple as that. Just avoid them. I have books that are bestsellers every time. We've sold, what, 70,000 hardcovers of my last book? Follow the money. You know what that's worth to a publishing company? Not to Simon & Schuster. I will never be publishing with them again. Again, I shouldn't say again. I've never poked because I'm smart enough to avoid them. So when Josh Hawley's book comes out with Regnery, make sure you buy his book too. Add that to your list. Candidly, folks, I don't even care if you read it. Your money's a vote too. It's not a vote in the traditional submit a vote and elect a candidate for office. It's a vote to give the double-barreled 
Middle finger. We'll give the index finger to keep the video family friendly. But it's a vote to give the double barrel to the left to say, listen, we're conservatives. We actually work for a living and have money. And we're going to make sure you guys have your own parallel economy that's destined to fail because none of the, none of your radical leftists actually have jobs. They're losers. who bur They burn down cities for a living. And last time I said that's not very profitable. We actually go to work because we're not losers on the left. We're anti-losers. Losers, anti-losers. Losers, anti-losers. Anti-losers actually make money because they go to work and don't obsess about boycotting people they disagree with. We got to change that, though. Time to have a schism in this economy. Spend your money wisely. Go out and support people. Buy Hawley's book. Buy Andy No's book. Send it to number one for the entire year. And give the biggest double-barreled middle finger to these people. I have no business relationship with these guys whatsoever, folks. I have never met Andy No. I don't know him. I've never, I I, I maybe we I may have DM'd him once or twice, but I'm not even sure. I'm just putting it out there as a disclaimer because I don't even know. I have I've never met Josh Hawley. Uh, Hawley in my entire life. But the only way to fight back is to fight back, to spend your money wisely. All right, number two. The dystopia, the leftist fascist modeling tactics they're using to create a modern dystopia here in America. Keep in mind, conservatives aren't doing any of this. This is all liberals. Book burning, number one. Back to book burning, even worse. Number two, they want a new little secret police to spy on people domestically. Gosh, that sounds really scary. Don't they do that in totalitarian regimes? <laughs> Every single time. Yep. You need your, you know, your jackbooted thugs to go out and spy on people domestically. I don't know of any libertarians or conservatives that are calling for a domestic spying force to spy on people. But leave it up to the leftists. Here's an article at the Daily East, you know, noted misinformation specialist, published that story about me, um, of course, which I sued them about, which was categorically false. So the yeast, here's the Daily East. Can U.S. spy agencies stop white terror? Why, white terror? What is that, white terror? Like a Crayola box with too many white crayons? What the hell is white terror? Can other, other countries have domestic spy agencies to fight excuse me, extremists at home? Does America need one too? Yes, those countries, we call them totalitarian regimes. May have missed that step. Here, from the Daily East. Using the pretext of what happened on January 6th, of course, never let a crisis go to waste to start a new domestic secret police force. That sounds just peachy, doesn't it? Here's a quote from the yeast. Democrats in Congress are teeing up another round of investigations and commissions to get to the bottom of the January 6th insurrection, which will almost certainly revisit the thorny question yeah, kind of thorny because, you know, that whole civil liberties thing gets in the middle. <laughs> Let's leave that aside. Of whether the U.S. needs an independent, I love this, uh, talk about Orwellian language, counter-subversion agency to infiltrate and neutralize armed domestic terrorists who are now threatening more attacks on or around the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Already a bill has been introduced to empower federal law enforcement to better monitor and stop domestic extremist violence. 
Joe, last time I checked, we already have laws against inciting violence yeah. and organizing attack. We do. We, we, I'm not crazy. No, right? man. So there's no. Why would we need a domestic spying force now? I'm I'm just checking. That has never ended well. Anytime in human history that I've read. Listen, I'm no history major, but you now want a secret police force to spy domestically on American citizens? What? To violate laws we already have laws against? I'm just checking. Again, where are the conservatives calling for that? I missed that. The answer is there are none. So not only are we leveling up the book burning, we don't even need to burn them. Let's not just publish books at all that we don't agree with. Let's institute a secret police force. I want to move on to another one, but quick, let me give you a quick fix for this. Because I gave you a fix for the book thing, which is simple. Go buy their books after they come out and stick it to the left. Here's an idea. You live in a conservative-leaning state, I think we should incentivize incentivize our state lawmakers to prohibit any cooperation with any domestic intelligence agency that targets based on political and free speech protected activity. Fair enough? Fair enough? You live in Florida or Texas? It should prohibit any contact or any cooperation with any federal agency that targets people based on protected free speech. Dan, we don't need laws like that. We already uh, we already have a constitution that protects free speech. Do we? You sure about that? Because it's weird how AOC and Ro Khanna, two radical leftists who've modeled authoritarian, totalitarian tactics every day, calling for re-education camps, deprogramming, and other stuff like that, re-education facilities. Look at what they did to Parler, where I, I'm a you know I'm an investor in Parler. Look what they did to Parler, where they kind of winked and nodded. To Amazon, hey, it'd be a real shame if you left this company up on your website and automatically they were gone. That's practicing free speech, using a private entity to do something as a government official you didn't think you could do yourself because of the First Amendment. Tell me again how that's free speech. We already have state and federal laws, thankfully, against inciting violence and attacking other people. And I think it's obviously stated to any sane person listening to my show that anybody who engages in that behavior should be arrested. There should be full cooperation and you should be prosecuted. That includes any group professing allegiance to any ideology, ranging the spectrum from Antifa to BLM to anyone claiming some conservative ideology. We don't claim you that thinks attacking innocent people and beating the snot out of them is some path to freedom and liberty. I'm out. But any of those groups should do that. We already have laws. But we should pass state laws absolutely prohibiting the cooperation with any federal entity that targets people based on a protected free speech activity. Fair enough? All right, I'm going to get to part three of the leftist dystopia staring us in the face. Book burning, secret police. How they want deprogramming and re-education facilities. Huh? What? Dictionary.com for the they'll redefine re-education and deprogramming, Joe. Now, in the past, that had always been used with yeah. author, authoritarian, totalitarian, communist, yeah. fascist regimes, regimes where they send people to re-education camps. It'll be redefined. Remember dictionary.com, that segment you did a, two, a few weeks ago? Anytime leftists want to redefine a term because they think it's going to reflect badly on them, they can always count on their friends in the left-leaning media and on the internet, the tech companies to do it for them. 
Re-education will soon mean something different. Because in the past, it's usually meant taking political dissidents, fighting for freedom, and sticking them in re-education camps so they could basically mentally beat the snot out of them. But yeah, they'll redefine that now. I want to cover this post-millennial article next, which is deeply disturbing if you are in any way an advocate for freedom and liberty. I mean genuine freedom and liberty, ladies and gentlemen. Post-millennial with Katie Couric. This is scary stuff. Watch. Katie Couric says Trump supporters need to be, quote, deprogrammed. Eh? All right, I'm going to get to that in a minute. I <laughs> confuse Paula there. Sometimes I got to mix things up a little bit. Plus, I don't want to leave you all macabre. I'm actually a happy guy. I believe in freedom and liberty. These aren't complicated, controversial ideas, folks. We have to fight for the ability for people we, uh, you know, even we disagree with to speak freely. The left won't do it. I will. All right, today's show brought to you by Stamps.com. Let's face it, taking trips to the post office is probably not how you want to spend your time. That's why I recommend mailing and shipping online at Stamps.com. Stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, pay a lot less with discounted rates from the U.S. Postal Service, UPS, and more. Stamps.com has saved businesses thousands of hours and tons of money. With Stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and UPS in one place, plus big discounts on mailing and shipping rates. Stamps.com is a must-have for any business, whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller shipping out orders, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com handles it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print out official U.S. postage 24-7. Forget a load of this, any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. With Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off the post office rates and 62% off UPS shipping rates. It's big savings. Not to mention Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com really is a no-brainer. Saves you time and money. It's no wonder nearly one, uh, one million small businesses are already using Stamps.com. Stop wasting time going to the post office. Go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with my promo code DAN, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Dan. That's stamps.com, promo code Dan, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. So again, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm really puzzled how being an advocate for freedom and liberty, protected free speech, protected God-given rights for everyone, the right to assemble, petition your government to protect yourself. I'm really lost, I kid you not. Despite my conversation with you on yesterday's show about how we got where we are to an anti-civil liberty society, where we have leftist media people, big corporations, and big tech conspiring to wipe out freedom and civil liberties for millions of Americans, how we got here, I laid out the path yesterday, and it really is perplexing how people aren't actually waking up today to the disaster going on now. I just showed you the headline from the Post Millennial, an article that'll be in the show notes today. One more request. I know it's a lot of asks again, but please go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. Subscribe to my newsletter. That is the show notes. Again, it's all free. We won't spam your inbox, I promise, but we really need a means to communicate with you directly. We've been adding 20, 30,000 emails a week. So thank you. Who knows what's next with these leftist totalitarians. But this is from that uh, post-millennial article where we have a pretty prominent, a former broadcaster. I don't know what she does now. Katie Couric, not a joke. Uh, but Katie Couric, who was once, a once not anymore, but was once a respected broadcaster, calling for 
deprogramming of, of deprogramming of Trump supporters. Quote, post-millennial. Former co-anchor of NBC's Today Show, Katie Couric, ripped the Republicans in Congress who voted against impeaching President Trump and certifying the election. She said, quote, and the question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who've signed up for the cult of Trump? Couric said during an appearance Friday on HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher. Holy Moses, ladies and gentlemen, is this unbelievable? How are American companies not in mass boycotting anything Katie Couric does right now? You have a former respect, former, not anymore, but a former respected human being, Katie Couric, calling for deprogramming. How exactly would you, I'm asking questions here. Are we allowed to ask questions anymore? Or have we gone full fascist leftist mode? We're not even allowed to ask questions. I am dead serious in this question, this inquiry to any radical leftist totalitarian communist out there nutbag. Serious question, after all the disclaimers. How exactly do you suggest we do the deprogramming you're advocating for? If you, or is it going to be mandatory re-education camps? Don't call them camps. What, what facilities? Re-education building structures? Day, re-education daycare? You're going to try to like take the edge off of it? How exactly, what, what's the means of ensuring attendance? So Katie can make sure we, quote, deprogram people. 75 million who voted for Donald Trump. Well, what? how, how are we going to do that? Is it going to be a card, a tattoo? Are they going to put on you? Is it going to be a pass, a, a credit card you swipe at your re-education facility, your deprogramming facility? I'm just asking. It's their words, not mine. And by the way, in the interest of time, I, I could cite examples all day of other formerly respected human beings like Katie Couric, who are obvious leftist tyrants, calling for deprogramming and re-education. I just don't have enough time. So my question is a serious one. And I'd like an answer from formerly respected human beings like Katie Couric. How exactly does the deprogramming begin? Are we going to ban people from reading websites that Katie Couric doesn't agree with? Are there going to be facilities Daycare facilities, are students going to be forced to take indoctrination courses? Maybe like they do with Hamas and elsewhere. How exactly is that going to, how's that going to, how's that going to work? Of course, many liberals, unfortunately, are too stupid to think this through. And the smart, stupid liberals have thought it through. And that's exactly what they're thinking. Like, yeah, yeah, deprogramming facilities. That could be pretty cool. Maybe we should try that. That's always ended well. Huh? You think Katie Couric's the only one? Again, I could go through examples all day. I won't in the interest of time, but I want to play one more interesting one. Here's a bit of video from CNN. Uh, CNN was never a respected news outlet because they're not a news outlet. It's a ridiculous Democrat 24-hour propaganda commercial where they employ people like Mr. Potato Head and Oliver exposing leftist.com uh, doofus, Darcy, whatever his face is. Um, so there, no one ever respected them. This is the idiot channel that now that they've lost the airport contract or gave it up, no one will be watching CNN. I'm, I'm assuming in the future to make, ah, we finished number one the last few years. Once people figure out the drill on CNN, they'll go right back to their formerly third place spot where they've been for decades now. Here's a video from CNN where the absolutely hapless Allison Camerata, who I knew when she was at Fox and was a colossal buffoon. Um, here's Allison Camerata on CNN. She has a... Um, a, uh, what is he, a psychiatrist or psychologist on addressing the uh, how do we deprogram 
uh, the Trump supporters. And it's just, I love it how he starts with, oh, you just start asking respectful questions. Check this hilarity out. Those people that we just showed in the U.S. Capitol, how do you begin to deprogram them? So that's what I do for a living. And family members contact me and I've written books. I've done videotapes. I've done courses to educate the family because it's the family, friends and former members that once we educate them, we coach them on how to interact and empower the person to start thinking for themselves. The most powerful technique is asking a respectful, thoughtful question and being quiet and really waiting a long time for an answer and then following up. So Alison Camerata, not very bright, trust me. Um, Alison Camerata wants to know how exactly we start the deprogramming too, a question I ask. So they have a guy who is... <laughs> Always an appeal to credential. What is he? Some kind of trained mental health professional, whatever. Well, we start by asking these delusional, crazy Trump supporters a respectful question. Oh, good. Uh, how about we ask CNN a respectful question? Joe, I thought yeah. of a few questions here. Yeah. Um, how about, yeah. how, he said, ask a respectful question to deprogram people. So if we were fascists, like some of the people on the left, and wanted to start re-education facilities and deprogramming of Obama Biden supporters, maybe Bernie supporters too. I got a few respectful questions. Like, how are you idiots so <laughs> stupid? You said respectful. I'm trying. I'm trying. How are you idiots so stupid you fell for the pee-pee hoax? That'd be question number one. Question number two, for all you Bernie supporters out there, what evidence do you have in human history that the government confiscating the wealth and assets of people and spending it themselves and then redistributing it to their political friends has ever worked? I'm, I'm waiting for an answer on that one, too. Is that respectful? I'm not sure. I'm not really good at that whole thing. Um, question number three, um, you're promoting misinformation or the attack on misinformation channels like Fox News and others. You want to deplatform them while simultaneously claiming you believe in free speech. Doesn't that create a little friction? Of course it doesn't. Cognitive dissonance isn't your thing because you're morons. I thought we were being respectful. <sighs> CNN actually ran a segment on how to deprogram Trump officials. This mental health who's seemingly not even embarrassed about going on a national cable news program that candidly has been doing well the last few weeks for the first time in like 57 years. The guy apparently is not even embarrassed about contributing to a segment on a cable news channel about how to start deprogramming and reeducation of free American citizens who chose a candidate for president. He doesn't even find that bizarre. Will this guy be boycotted? No, they'll be celebrated. They love it because this is what fascist type people who model fascist tactics love. Book burning, secret police, and re-education facilities. I just gave you the, it's their words, not mine. And the crazy thing is, what I just laid out for you is the most controversial thing I've put on this show in years. Not because I said it, because they said it. And nobody pays attention. Nobody sees any threat here at all on the left or the smart, stupid people see the threat and they love it because they're totalitarians by nature. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no credible person on the right calling for book burning, secret police and reeducation facilities. None. But then you got these leftists, like the, you know, the Lenin project, you know, the Lenin project, they also go by the Lincoln project. These people are taken seriously by the left. 
These people are straight up totalitarian losers. They grifted off Republicans for years. And because they couldn't win anywhere, they gave the worst political advice. They hired a series of losers. One apparently is being accused very seriously of sexual advances towards young men. Do you, you read that story? The other one smells really bad. I ran into it in an airport. And from what I'm hearing from a source, there are going to be some. For those of you falling in love with Rick Wilson, liberal totalitarians who love failed political consultant Rick, Will, Rick Wilson. Oh, just wait. You may want to backtrack that one right now, especially after some things that are thingy thing like things. I'm just saying. And I think liberals know that, but because they're fascists and they align with other fascists, you know, but I'm just saying. Then you got another member who I used as a consultant when I ran for office, who we got away from because he was trying to sell access to his dad and kept begging me to get on Hannity. And I found it repulsive. Begging me to get on Hannity. It's a Lincoln project. Don't they? They can't stand Hannity. <laughs> I have the emails. Happy to show them to you one day. Begging me to get on Hannity. The guy he now attacks. <laughs> and then the other one's accused of soliciting activities from young men. This is a great group, though. While one of them, by the way, had some kind of business deal with some shady, like, weird Russians. You know, the Lenin Project people. But yeah, leftists, keep falling in love with these people. Keep going. Keep going. They're all real rock stars. All right, I want to get to this next. Um, Twitter. Twitter, back to the uh, totalitarian practices they love. <laughs> yes. You see the theme in today's show? Let me get to my third sponsor first. I've got a video from Project Veritas. Again, James O'Keefe is probably the most feared person in America by the totalitarians right now because he keeps getting him on tape practicing totalitarianism, which is just weird. I believe in freedom and liberty, you know, the old standbys. You can't go wrong. I'm a little hungry today. So it's, it's, Reed always gives me trouble when I'm hungry because my mouth starts watering. Have you ever wondered what makes Omaha steaks so darn good? It's the aging process. Omaha steaks ages their steaks at least 21 days because that's the sweet spot. It's where the magic happens. You can try those mouthwatering steaks in the Butcher's Best Sellers Grill Pack. What does their uh, Best Sellers Grill Pack have? Four of their iconic and fork-tender Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons. Four ultra-juicy burgers, four savory pork chops, desserts, and so much more. We are an Omaha Steaks household. We love it. Whenever they start a new campaign, they send me Omaha Steaks, which we eat within days, if not minutes. Comes out in this nice, fresh pack right in the oven, right on the grill. Bam. Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, into the search bar for a special price on the Butcher's Best Sellers package. Plus, you'll get four more chicken breasts and four more of uh, four of those delicious burgers for free. The burgers are outstanding. Omaha Steaks has been in, uh, the leader in gourmet steaks and food since 1917. Every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice and stays ready to cook in a freezer for months. All backed by our unconditional 100% money back guarantee. No one comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. Here's how you get the deal for their Butcher's Best Seller Pack. 
Go to omahasteaks.com, type keyword Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in the search bar and order the Butcher's Bestseller Pack today. Don't forget, you'll get those four free chicken breasts and four delicious burgers. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword Bongino, omahasteaks.com, keyword Bongino. Okay. So Twitter's back. Project Veritas, James O'Keefe's group has been all over getting these people on tape. You know, people like CNN talking about how to interfere in the election and put out a bunch of misinformation. Remember that one? Yes, everybody. CNN, advocates against misinformation while promoting misinformation. Still wondering, cognitive dissonance, how that works. They may want to look that up. I know Stelter doesn't have a vast vocabulary. I mean, he used to fetch coffee for a living. Dictionary.com. They'll help you, Brian. Of course, you're a leftist, so they'll probably cater to your definition of cognitive dissonance, which is, I don't know what that means. Here's a video, Project Veritas. I'd be able to cut this short a little bit, James O'Keefe, of another Twitter executive. I don't know what this is in their Bureau of Censorship and Conservatives. Do they have that over there? Not sure. Here is a Twitter executive on tape calling for the de facto censorship of conservatives. Now, notice what she promotes while you're listening to this. She promotes uh, knocking people off their platform, basically at the request of government, which is government wants the AOC and the others and leftist tyrants want this. So they're doing it, of course, because that's what they do, that she wants to take them down for conspiracy theories, um, election misinformation, which is fascinating, um, and other forms of misinformation. Listen to this, and then I'm going to suggest that she cancel four people. Dan, you're getting into cancel culture? Well, no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Twitter says that they don't want people on their platform promoting conspiracy theories. So I have four names for her and I'm going to produce the evidence. Uh, t- don't go anywhere on the other side. Check this video out. Twitter executive, de facto censorship and conservatives. Check this out. Beyond de-amplification, we are going to, conspiracy theories, we are going to be permanently suspending those accounts. Whether we believe Trump's tweets are inciting violence or having real world harm, I think we've seen that, in fact, they are since coming back from the timeout to um, de-escalate the situation in, in other places around the world where we've seen um, violence unfold as a result of um, either misleading information or um, coded rhetoric. Um, so... A lot of our learnings here have come from other markets. So in that sense, um, you know, we do feel like it is, it is, this is our global approach. We need to be very focused on being able to enforce any of these policies or enforcement decisions we make at scale. I think long-term we want to be in terms of building trust and enforcing policies consistently and providing adequateness um, before we take a very um, uh, aggressive step like a permit there's also been a lot of questions about retros, um, and um, uh, of course we're going to do a retro. I mean, we're, we're, we're in the midst of a retro around the election generally. This will be most definitely folded into it. What we saw Wednesday morning was really concerning to us, obviously. So uh, a small team gathered from Trust and Safety. We were discussing um, the potential for violence to happen, and we decided to uh, escalate our enforcement of the civic integrity policy and use um, a label that disabled engagements um, to stop the spread of potentially inflammatory um, content, which is the content around uh, election interference, election fraud, stealing the election, um, that type of thing. We are going to, conspiracy theories, we are going to be permanently suspending those accounts. Ah, so this Twitter executive now on tape. Thank you again, James O'Keefe, for the tremendous work there. Really, really good. She says, just kind of quoting her, they're looking for consistency and they're going to be permanently suspending 
Wow, I had a niche there. They're going to be permanently suspending accounts that promote conspiracy theories and anyone talking no, about course. stealing the election. Okay. Um, so, Joe, they're just trying to be consistent, of course. So, uh, I'm, of course, I'm, I'm going to put Twitter on the record right now. So, Twitter, I'm going to suggest four accounts if we're going to play the cancel culture game. Um, that did exactly what you're talking about. Question the election. You said you want consistently and you're going to permanently ban them. So I'm assuming, Joe, as, as you would assume, um, that if Twitter had any integrity at all and the woman uh, on tape there uh, had any integrity mm -hmm. at all, that they'll yeah, be suspending these accounts because yeah. they said they're looking yeah. to be consistent. You you heard you you heard that, right? You heard what I heard. I'm not making that up, right, Paula? Paula, we get it. Okay, so two out of three, there we go. Okay, so they're going to be consistent. So let's go to this Washington Examiner article, which will be in the show notes. This is a must read today. You may want to keep this handy from your friends, especially your liberal friends who come at you going, how dare you question what happened in the 2020? How dare you? Well, okay, um, we're not allowed to question what happened in the election. I thought I was supposed to be fired right now for doing that, but amazing how I'm still on the air. So the Washington Examiner article, well, let's talk about who questioned an election. Not my president, how 2021's inauguration anger compares to the 2017 resistance movement. Mika Solner, Washington Examiner. So Twitter says they'll be consistent if you dare question an election. They're going to boot you off um, and permanently suspend you. So let me recommend the first suspension in the interest of consistency and principles. Come on, you know, Twitter doesn't have any actual principles. These people are leftist lunatics. But here's screenshot number one from the Washington Examiner piece. Remember, you're not allowed to question an election. Ever, ever. So this person needs to be kicked off. So let's go to screenshot number one. Quote, Washington Examiner. In 2019, when it was asked if it bothers her that Trump rallies chant lock her up, Clinton responded she believes Trump is, quote, an illegitimate president. What? Blaming voter suppression for her law. Oh, my God. Wait, this can't get worse, does it? She went on. Hillary Clinton went on. I, this is how is she still on Twitter? This is really incredible. It seems like such a breach of principles and consistency. She said, quote, no, it doesn't kill me because he knows, talking about Trump, that he's an illegitimate president. Wow. Clinton said, I believe he understands that the many varying tactics they use from voter suppression, no evidence of that, voter purging, no evidence of that either, to hacking, no evidence of that either, to the false stories. He knows that they were just yeah. a bunch of different reasons why the election turned out like it did. This is fascinating because the Twitter exec, Joe, says they just want to be consistent. You're not allowed to question an election or promote a conspiracy theory. Hillary Clinton promotes three conspiracy theories in one statement while simultaneously saying Trump is an illegitimate president, therefore, by default, questioning an election. Why is she still on the platform? Because Twitter are lying imbecile losers. That's why. I thought we were asking respectful questions. Not here, sorry. I have no respect for Twitter or the liars who work there because they're liars. They have zero credibility. They just said on tape, this woman who's an executive at Twitter, that they were going to be consistent. You can't promote conspiracy theories and you're not allowed to question an election. Hillary Clinton's done. Why is she still on your platform? The PP hoax was a conspiracy theory discredited by every serious person outside of CNN and MSNBC on planet Earth. And she's still promoting it even on her podcast yesterday with Nancy Pelosi. Why is she still allowed to promote misinformation? Because it has nothing to do with misinformation. It's Twitter acting on behalf of the government as a government agent to suppress and silence free speech because they're totalitarians. 
Let me suggest another person who should be banned if Twitter was consistent as they called in their principles. You're not allowed to question an election, Joe. All right, well, let's go to screenshot number two. Oh. Let's see what. Who's up next? Oh, Jerry Nadler. Jerry Nadler. Mr. Depends. With Trump less than a week from office, Rep. Jerry Nadler declared that though he believes Trump was legally elected, Russian interference in his campaign makes his election illegitimate. I, I thought that was no bueno. I'm just checking. I thought that was no good. I thought that you just said that on tape, Miss Twitter executive. You just said we're not allowed to say that. So conservatives aren't allowed to say that, but Jerry Nadler is. I'm, I'm expecting the ban with Mrs. Clinton to come today. Today. You said you want to be consistent, right? No, no, no. Democrats are allowed to question an election, call a president an election illegitimate. Democrats, not you. What about Jimmy Carter? Ah, oh, Jimmy Carter. We can't ban him. He was a former president. Why not? You said you wanted to be consistent. Check this out from the Washington Examiner. Another doozy here. Jimmy Carter, scion, noted golden calf of the left. Jimmy Carter, quote, there's no doubt the Russians interfered in the election. He's promoting conspiracy theories. I thought he's not allowed on. And I think that the interference, although not yet quantified, no, never quantified because it never happened, if fully investigated, would show that Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016, Carter said. He lost the election. It was put into office because the Russians interfered on his behalf. <laughs> Again, Jimmy Carter magically to does, does, yeah. performs two out of the necessary, what, four tasks to get kicked off Twitter, and he's magically not banned, kicked off Twitter. I don't even know if he's on Twitter, but is he banned from Facebook or anywhere else? I'm just checking. Promotes a conspiracy theory and promotes a debunked conspiracy theory about the election. I thought you're not allowed to do that. Let's go to one last one. The grand dame of the Democrat liberal radical lunatic movement. The beloved golden calf Nancy Pelosi. Again, you're not allowed to question an election unless you're a Democrat. Here we go. In 2017, a day before Mueller's appointment as special counsel, the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tweeted, our election was hijacked. There is no question. Congress has a duty to protect our democracy and follow the facts. Again, I thought you were not allowed to do that. And you still take Twitter seriously? Ladies and gentlemen, on my boycott, boycott segment, why are you still posting on Twitter? All I ask is you pick one. I know some of you for business reasons, others, I understand that. But I'm asking you to make some small sacrifices. Delete your Amazon app or just stop buying on Amazon. Stop posting on Twitter. I did. Twitter is profiting. Or if you can't Twitter, then stop posting on Facebook. I understand some can't do both at the same time. I get it. I totally get it. Pick one. Stop buying from Amazon. Stop buying from Apple. Stop buying and post Twitter profits from your daily active use. Believe me, I'm a part owner of a social media company. They profit off daily active users. How many people are using the platform? Not how many people are signed up. Just stop posting. Stop posting for a month or so. Let Twitter's daily active users continue to plunge off the face of the earth. These people are total frauds. Total, complete frauds. We want to be consistent in enforcing our policies. Really, the Democrats are calling the 2016 election illegitimate. Promoting a Russian conspiracy theory. Not those. 
total frauds. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. And on the other side, is I want to show you a absolutely hilarious, hilarious, hysterical article in the Washington Post by a not even a clown. I mean, not even a bozo clown or a crusty clown. I mean, like, again, on the totem pole of clowns, this guy's <laughs> at the top, uh, Max Boot. And he wears a hat joke, so he's very serious. He's a hat wearer. You know, you wear a hat as a journalist, you know, the old bolero or whatever it is. You got to be serious. He writes an article about misinformation on the right. And as evidence, he cites misinformation. It, you're you're going to please don't go anywhere. This arguably is the most important segment of the show. Maybe not most important, but definitely the funniest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's show brought to you finally by our friends at selectquote.com. If you're like me, you have a mortgage and a family. It depends on your income. You need to protect the ones you love with life insurance. Life insurance can pay off a mortgage or help send the kids to college. It's peace of mind. Think you can't afford it? Chances are SelectQuote can help get you uh, uh, get you for le- get it uh, life insurance for you for less than a dollar a day. Excuse me. SelectQuote does this. They compare uh, highly rated companies to find you the best rates. Yeah, the best rates for you. Take the guesswork out of this. For example, SelectQuote could find a forty year old man a five hundred thousand dollar policy for under twenty six dollars a month, or a thirty seven year old female a seven hundred and fifty thousand poli- seven hundred fifty thousand dollar policy for under twenty six dollars a month. Come on, how are you gonna beat that? That's less than a dollar a day. SelectQuote's breakthrough technology allows them to quickly match you with the best insurance company to find your best policy. Plus, the quotes are free. Are free. Shopping for life insurance can be a hassle. Go to our friends at SelectQuote. They'll get it done for you. The quotes are free. Go today. Let SelectQuote save you time and money. There's no better time than now to protect your family. Get a free quote at SelectQuote.com today. That's SelectQuote.com for your free quote. Don't put off protecting your family for another day. SelectQuote.com. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors not available in all states. All right, thank you, Select Quote. So this is, um, again, really hilarious. Now, Twitter's saying they're going to start permanently suspending and banning accounts for conspiracy theories and misinformation. Uh, but it's weird when we actually point out misinformation, Twitter does nothing about it. Max Boot is still allowed to be on Twitter. And we get the butt up there, too. Max Boot's still allowed to be up on Twitter, which is really weird. So he wrote this piece at the Washington exam. I'm not Washington, excuse me, God forbid, at the Washington Post, talking about how Fox News and others should be pulled down from cable news and boycotts and misinformation should be put in the FCC, you know, government enforcement. We should knock Fox News off the air and all this stuff because of misinformation. I'm not kidding. In the This is how dumb this oh. guy is, Max Boot. But he wears a hat, Joe. He wears that hat that like, you know, the hat okay. like the Stetson hat or whatever it is. So he's definitely a serious guy. Folks, listen, I lo- hats are cool. I'm not knocking the hat. Make- and God bless all the cowboys out there who wear hats. But if you're wearing that hat and you're pretending to be a journalist, you're probably a dork. Just saying. So Max Boot writes this piece. Serious guy has a hat on. Here's the title of the piece. <laughs> if, if this is not the most ridiculous, exaggerated, hyperbolic headline I've ever heard, even for Max Boot, who really is a moron. Trump couldn't have incited sedition without the help of Fox News. <laughs> he wears a hat though, Joe, so he's got to be, I mean, he needs a cigar next. The hat and a cigar, you're extra serious. Like hat 
on the hierarchy of serious people. Hats like number hat with cigar, definitely super serious. So Max Boot, who, again, I'm not sure has cracked 100 on the intelligence quotient scale. Not a very bright guy. Again, tried to grift off the right for a while. And then after that didn't work out, now is grifting off leftist idiots who embrace him just like they embrace the uh, Lenin project. And they're very questionable members. Questionable being an understatement. Here's what he writes in the piece. Let me set this up. This is an actual opinion piece where Max Boot is calling out misinformation where he cites misinformation in the piece. Check this out, screenshot of a, Not kidding, this actually happened. From Max Booth, hat wearer. But research firm Zignal Labs found out that online misinformation about election fraud fell 73% after Trump and key allies were suspended from social media. <laughs> Leftists are promoting this ridiculous study. And it's, if you have even a first year college level understanding of statistics read the study it's la- it's in how signal labs is still in business after is hard to believe the study's embarrassing and i love how they classify misinformation so again max boots writing a piece saying misinformation get fox news off the air let's weaponize the government in our in our book burning secret police reeducation facilities let's weaponize the government to take any competitor off the air to liberal gaslighting. And what does he use as his evidence that misinformation has dropped? Here it is again, ladies and gentlemen, actual misinformation. The cumulus hoax, like the pee-pee hoax, pops up again. And hat-wearing Max Boot, I don't know if he smokes cigars or not, but he's a serious person, he wears hats, actually cites the debunked, discredited cumulus story about me in his piece. Ah, this is great. It's a piece about misinformation. He says, Cumulus Media, one of America's largest talk radio companies, has ordered its hosts. He cites the debunked Washington Post story about me, Mark Levin, and Shapiro. That's the host he's talking about, who includes some Fox News personalities. He's talking about me and Levin there. To stop spreading false claims of election fraud. If only Cumulus were doing a better job of enforcing its policy. And then he cites a Media Matters article, a misinformation article that cites the misinformation in the Washington Post article. (laughs) Folks, I'm this. I'm. The cumulus story is a hoax. How many times do I have to tell you this story is a hoax? Cumulus Media, I do not work for them, number one. Does this guy do research? We've only debunked this story 20 times. They they have never sent me an email ordering me to do anything, ever, ever. If they did send me the email like Max Boot, discredited Russian hoaxer, PP tape, conspiracy theorist moron. If Max Boot had any evidence, let me put out a poll, seriously, because I, the left loves the process of legally torturing people through process. Should we sue Max Boot and demand the retraction? I'm going to put out, email us. I'd love to, I'm serious, because I don't like wasting time. And seriously, these things can take up a lot of time. There's retainers, but I'm, Paula said last night, why don't we just sue them and demand the retraction? You didn't say that? Yes, you did. 
Oh, we see. Yes, I'm sorry. She said we should demand a retraction before we do that, to be precise. They will never be able to prove this story's true because there's no email to me or Levin demanding we stop talking about anything. It doesn't exist. Damn, why do you keep talking about this? Because it's not about me. It's about this media environment where they live in absolute hypocrisy. This clown's writing an article about misinformation while writing misinformation. There's no email. Max Boot, I think we'll do that. Maybe we'll set, we'll see. Maybe we'll send a legal letter up demanding a retract. He will never be able to prove that story. I have offered $100,000 to any journalist who can prove that Cumulus Media sent that specific email to me. No one has claimed the money, including Paul Farhi, who wrote the original misinformation piece about the Cumulus Media email. And Joe, a simple question to all the liberal morons out there. If this was an edict from Cumulus Media, who I don't work for, to me, saying I'd be terminated, then why am I still here? Have you not thought this through? So no one's claimed the 100K. No one's actually produced the email. And I'm still here. And you still write about it, which says that Max Boot is either the stupidest human being on planet Earth or is a discredited liar. I am daring Max Boot on the any liberal out there, if you have any sense of integrity at all, Max Boot wrote an article about misinformation. Ask Max Boot to prove that is not misinformation right there and why Max Boot should be allowed on Twitter for promoting a conspiracy theory I've already discredited. There is no email. It, that story is totally, completely made up. Showing you what a further buffoon and moron this guy is, Max Boot. He may be stupid. I'm not kidding. He may not be the smart, stupid person. Max may genuinely be a stupid, <laughs> stupid person. Like he may not read his own newspaper or the numerous articles put out about how I've thoroughly debunked this conspiracy theory about cumulus media. He may not have read that because he's just too stupid to do research. So it's possible. But this is why I think Max may be a stupid, stupid person, not a smart, stupid person. Here's a third screenshot from his piece where he recommends that the FCC kind of sanction Fox News. He, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'll just get through a short quote from it. He says, but while we should expect better behavior from media executives, <laughs> while he promotes misinformation, we shouldn't count on it. CNN notes that the United Kingdom doesn't have its own version of Fox News because it has government regulators that mete out hefty fines to broadcasters that violate standards of impartiality and integrity. He works at CNN to PP hoaxers. The U.S. hasn't had that stance since the FCC stopped enforcing the Fairness Doctrine in the 1980s. As President Biden needs to reinvigorate the FCC. Uh, some of you are picking up on this right now. You getting it? So Max Boot, who again, seriously may be a stupid, stupid person, wants the FCC to regulate Fox News. Max Boot apparently hasn't looked up what the FCC does, where the FCC regulates public airwaves, not cable news. <laughs> he doesn't even know that. He doesn't even know that. He puts it in his, and the Washington Post publishes this. They don't even regulate cable news. That's how stupid this guy is. 
This is, I'm telling you, this is a stupid, stupid person. Here's another crazy thing. Apparently, he doesn't read his own newspaper either because the Washington Post, which had a stupid, stupid person, read stupid, stupid person Max Boos op-ed and said, yeah, this is good. Let's recommend the FCC that doesn't regulate Fox News regulate Fox News. And then let's cite a misinformation report about Cumulus in our story about misinformation. This made it past an editor. Doesn't read Washington Post uh, either, apparently, because when President Trump had a bad idea, by the way, about using the FCC to actually regulate public airwaves, NBC, which uses public airwaves, the Washington Post hated the idea. Now they love it again. Where It's really weird. Here's the actual headline. Aaron Blake, Trump's threat to NBC's license is the very definition of Nixonian. Wow. I, so when Trump talks about using the FCC to regulate public airwaves, and granted, a very bad idea. I think I said that at the time, too, because unlike them, we have principles. They're all cool with using weaponizing the FCC or attacking it then, but they're all cool with it now because they don't have principles. Because the Washington Post has a lot of stupid, stupid people like Max Boot, who isn't even aware the FCC doesn't regulate cable news. It's over the airway broadcasting stations and isn't aware that he's citing a story about misinformation that's already been discredited six different ways from Sunday. All right. Uh, gosh, I got to hit this Flynn stuff from Spygate. I'm going to have to get to it in another day because it's going to be more detailed. I, I want to show you, there's been an update due to the declassified documents on the Mike Flynn case. It's really fascinating. It'd be a short segment. I'll have to cover it tomorrow, but it's going to be very interesting. I want to show you tomorrow again how bad, how maliciously the left actor, the left and their actors are, and how they actually, I think, got Mike Flynn to believe through misinformation and disinformation. Yeah, that's almost exclusively the domain of the left. How they got Mike Flynn to believe he lived in an alternate universe. I'm going to show it to you piece by piece. It just came out. It's really disturbing. But one last story. Paul, you have that just the news thing? Let me pop this up because I just want to put this last story up. It was in yesterday's show notes. Again, please subscribe to our newsletter. We really need to be able to communicate with you directly because leftist totalitarians are shutting down all our communication channels or trying to. Just the news.com. Folks, parlor's back. Kind of. We have found other options. We are back online. Now, we are not even close to fully functional. We are still in the midst of trying to get our data from the tyrants at Amazon uh, Web Services, AWS, who uh, thought it would be a good idea to act like totalitarians and kick us off the internet in violation of the contract and other things, while letting Twitter, uh, you know, Twitter, the hang Mike Pence, impeach, uh, kill Donald Trump, hashtaggers, while letting Twitter go. Twitter uses AWS too. Keep the pressure on them. Just the news. Parler resurfaces on web, promises social media platform to be revived soon. So we don't have the functionality yet, but we are up. If you go to parlor.com, which we would hope you do today, um, we are at least back up with a landing page for now. We will be back up soon, fully functional, hopefully very soon. We will not let Parlor die. And I need you, please, when Parlor gets back up, it's P-A-R-L-E-R.com. Go check it out. We're having a guest Parlor post every day. Uh, I posted my post yesterday. You can see it on the landing page. I don't want to tell you who today's is going to be. You can go check it out. We'll have another surprise tomorrow, another prize, a surprise Thursday. 
But we'll have a guest post each day until we're fully functional, which should be soon. And when we are up and running, please send one big collective middle finger to the leftist totalitarians. Open up an account for you. Have your friends open up accounts, your family members. Please, we need to make Parler bigger than Twitter. Let the Twitter totalitarians do their thing on their own. We'll stand for free speech. All right, folks, I really appreciate your time. Again, uh, you know, the ask section, I really appreciate it. I need you. Please subscribe to our email list, bongito.com slash newsletter. Uh, subscribe to our Rumble account, not YouTube. The YouTube uh, views are going down. The Rumble video views are going up. That's terrific. Rumble.com slash Bongino. YouTube can't stand us. It's owned by Google. They hate your guts. They couldn't stand Parler. They hate conservatives. Um, and BonginoReport.com. Traffic's been growing crazy at BonginoReport.com. It is your new conservative alternative to Drudge Report. BonginoReport.com. Make it your homepage. Bookmark it every morning. Go there for the news. It is the best uh, news aggregator out there by BonginoReport.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.